Oh, no, we started in so term we got, two. Three terms That's in right. so we're in the, so we start, yeah. I just say we started in 2022 That's when we're in 2023. So we're in our second year. God, you're such a dad. Did you do the joke, uh, like, on the 31st of December, were you like, hey, <laughs> I'll see you next year? No, I wouldn't have done that. Such shit. an old dad. I guarantee I didn't you would have done I that. I didn't even do the April Fool's Day thing. April Fool's? Oh, have I done the April Fool's joke no, I did with my kids so, we on this we show? We did do that. I did the same. Th- I did the same thing. I styled your idea. I'll tell that one later on. The class. Anyway, we'll did do you? that later on. God damn. Oh, God. Much like, much like this podcast, I guess. <laughs> what do you call it? I Zuckerberg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Zuckerberg. Also, we need to apologise. Well, not really apologise because I said I alluded to the fact that we yeah, might see, do a podcast. You keep writing checks that I can't cash. And stop doing that. It's not that hard. You just put the mic in. We just we just didn't have time. It was we're such drinking a good beers year. in the pool. Such a good year. So welcome back, everybody. Hopefully, we've still welcome got some back. people that are hanging around to see how things go. And to our new listeners, yes, uh, welcome you're aboard. Still got, you've got about thirty-one to catch up on, but that's all right. That is. I, I heard you were flying. You were flying everywhere on the Sunshine Coast. You're giving a hand out flyers. Oh, well, the the TCR yeah, podcast. Of. The actual story is that. Um, I had lunch with Karen today. Karen was one of our original guests on here. And she said to me today the that um, yeah. there's still a lot of teachers, even at her school, that don't know about Teacher Yarns podcast. So she actually offered well, we haven't really to put a flyer put the up in the staff room, which I thought, thank you so much. And you sent me the poster. It was very cute. I think I've got to What's redo wrong the with poster. What's <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a grade three oh, kid made it. it was, the only thing you could have done is is done the heading in papyrus or, or <laughs> comic crayon. <laughs> All right, uh, looks good. Um, looks good. Look, I, I just got to say, I am, I've got to eat a little bit of humble pie here because I didn't think we'd last half a dozen episodes, but we're still going and the numbers still keep climbing, really? which is really really pleasing. We haven't had yeah. well, we've had a couple of negative comments. Which, which I've taken on board, by the way. So if you feel like you've got to say something negative, go for it. You know, we don't have all the answers here. So if you think we've done something wrong, by all means, call us out on it and let us know. But if you do like it... Is it negative, yeah. though? It's all, um, it's all constructive, If though. you do like it, let us know as well. Because yes. people who don't say anything, it might, as, it might as well be like one of those people at the United Nations who abstain. It's like when Russia attacked Ukraine and... They had three countries that abstained. The whole rest of the United Nations said, no, you can't do that, you dicks. And there were three countries that went, well, we're not going to say anything. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe you just compared our podcast well, up to there. the I'm telling you now, it is of, seriously up of there. the world. Mo- moving and shaking. Uh, so, yeah, once again, thank you very much if you if you have been listening and see how we go this year. And will you stop making promises that I can't keep? What do you keep? mean? I wanted to do the Christmas one, and then you were like, no, nah, I'm going in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> you kept saying to me, all these people that want to come on, no, you know you haven't. You're like the kid at school that goes no. home and tells his parents he made all new friends on the first day at school, and the parent says, name one, and they have to yeah, think well, about it. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was ginger, all right? <laughs> I, I didn't, didn't matter. I know. But it was a good Christmas. You came up um, and brought Andy up, and it was really, really nice. Really yeah, nice. she yep. loved it. It was beautiful. Oh, and also, by the way, how's your toe? We can talk about that a little it bit later, dis- but my toe is... Almost healed. No, we're not totally talking about healed. it later. We're talking about it right oh, now. Right. You're a dickhead. All right, so... You were looking at the steel cap boots, one of my, and then you let dropped... Let me tell the story. Ah, all right, what, what's new? One of my Christmas presents was a new shed, a six-by-three garden shed. So we laid the yeah. slab, and it went very well, but we had a wheelbarrow full of concrete left over. 
and silly me let it, left it too long and it actually set in the wheelbarrow. So I've got a wheelbarrow sized slab of concrete. Now I thought I'll just move it out of the way for Christmas Day and then I'll break it up later. We had these, these rods coming up out of the concrete so we can tie it down, put cyclone rods on there. So there's these little oh, yeah, yeah. kind of bolts that are sticking up out of the concrete. And I thought, I must put my boots on so I don't accidentally stub my toe on one of those. No, one I'll of be very yeah. careful. So long story yeah. short, as I'm moving this, this big lump of concrete, <laughs> I finished up dropping it on my toe and it made my eyes water. I said, gosh, we'll dash it all. And yeah, your toenail. It's the most disgusting thing I reckon I've ever it's seen. It's pretty cool, isn't it? I might put it up on Tichian's uh, Instagram. I'll put a picture before it and say, do not swipe unless you want to see Bear Eye's toe. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so um, apart right. from that, toe's all good. I'm walking on it again. I can get a boot on. I'm great. Ready to go back to school. Oh, you're still in Sydney doing your um, doing yeah, the movie? Still still here. I just got, well, I got called, called back um, today. Flew back in and, yep. Going to keep working on it. I can't say much. I know you can't. I know you can't. But I can't say much, but it's, it's pretty cool. It is, actually. This is the first one that I've gone, holy shit, this one looks all right. Yeah. <laughs> it seriously does. It's so funny as well because you guys give me so much You shit. will never, ever get a big head in the, oh, no. in the entertainment industry as long as you've got your mother and sister and brother and I behind Well, that's you. Yeah. all it was at Christmas time. It's like, are you going to say more than you did in Spiderhead? Cause that, yeah. and then and then mum was oh god I hope it's better than that shitty spiderhead one you're in. <laughs> it, was, it was so funny when I was, I had lunch with Karen today. She said so how's how are the kids doing? How's Emily? How's Sam doing? She said and how's Ben doing? And I said yeah he's good. He's and she said is he doing any more movies? And I said matter of fact he is. He's doing one at the moment in Sydney. Yeah. And she said oh she said um, my husband and I sat down to watch what was the other one called? <laughs> and I said oh spiderhead. She said, hey, that's right. And then she looked at me and I said, it's all right, you can, you can be brutal. She said, well, I recommended it because I know Ben. Yeah. And, and she said, so we sat there and we, watched, and we watched the whole thing in silence. And then at the end, when it finished, we still didn't look at each other. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, was funny. Yeah. Anyway. But this one I seems hate. good. Uh, yes. Yes. I, I hate when you recommend a movie. I hate recommending a movie. Yeah. And then watching it, I, I and watching it with the person, like yeah, I know. you just feel you feel responsible for their enjoyment. It's I like, know exactly right. Anyway. This, this will be our first one for twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three. Yeah, and I thought what we we might do is kind of a little bit of a a rehash of some of the things we've already talked about. Look, number one, I think it's a brand new school year. It's Everything's kind of like you're wiping the slate clean, yeah. And you want to start off with a with a, a clean page, yeah. And all the teachers are doing that. I know that for a fact. All the teachers are getting ready. They're, yes. You know they've got new classes. They're doing new planning and what have you. Yep. But, but I'm kind of hoping, really, really hoping. You know, I'm a glass half full kind of guy, yeah. and I'm kind of hoping that the powers that be do the same thing. They start with a clean slate and go righto. Up until now. We've really fucked this up. <laughs> We've really kind of made Jesus a mess Christ. of things. I thought you were starting glass half full. Well, I'm I'm the I'm the eternal optimist because I think sooner or later <laughs> somebody at the top has got to go. You know what? Maybe we have made a mistake here. And there's a whole plethora of things that that I think we they need to look at or we need to look at. Number one is 
Every year, schools do surveys. They do a student survey, they do a parent survey, and they do a teacher survey. Did you do one at the end of the year last year? Did any of the schools that you No, wrote, I haven't done one since I've retired. It's a requirement. Yeah. I'm not sure about the other states, but in Queensland, it's a requirement yeah. that they do school surveys. And they interview the parents, the teachers, and the students. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. And now, when you do a survey, it's to collect data. Yeah. You know how I love the, the D word? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> oh, I'm just throwing you through. Jesus, I'm going to leave that alone. That writes itself, you dickhead. <laughs> anyway, um, so I, I, I'm not a big fan of data, but the reason they do this is to collect the data. Yeah. What I'm hoping is that people read the data, but then act on it. It's kind of like we've got a them and us attitude where the teachers and teacher aides in the schools are on one side and the administration, you know, everybody above them is on the other side. And it's kind of like we're at, and this is, a, this is not every school, obviously, yeah. but a lot of schools are like that. And it's almost like if the staff, the teaching staff or teacher aid staff have a concern and they come to the administration with that concern... It's like they're being attacked. The administration's being attacked. And why are you doing this? To, you know, you, you're lucky. You should feel lucky that you're at this school. You should count your lucky stars. Well, and the, role, the, the role of administrators and principals has changed over the years as well, though. Like, I remember Arnie Bronis. It has. Arnie Bronis I want to touch, go on. Yeah, I want to touch on that a little bit later. But um, you, you're right. It, it has changed. And and I don't think that the they've been... For example, principals and deputies. I don't think they've been given the opportunity to keep up with all this, this shit because they used to be a principal of a school. Now they're a manager of a small business. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they've got to deal with all the, the, you know, all the rubbish that goes along with that. So I got a lot of sympathy for, um, for the, the principals and, and deputies in a school. But if somebody does come to you with a concern, then listen to it. And please don't just brush it off. If there's... Because it's, it's one organization made up of lots of little parts but we've still got to iron out all those little um you know and and just small things like if a if meetings are supposed to be an hour long and the meeting every meeting goes for an hour and 15 minutes it's like kicking a dog you know you kick a dog once yeah it's all right they'll come back when you say when you give it a pat do it again yep but eventually, it's just going to wear really thin. So uh, the yeah. teachers and the teacher aides, the single most important assets that you have in any school. And you really need to look after them. Having said that, I've worked in schools where the t there's some teachers that, that are just plain whingers. I mean, they give... Oh, absolutely. I was just going to say that. I've, I've met some of the best whingers in the world that are teachers. Oh, some of them make Prince Harry look like a bloody hard worker. <laughs> Fair income. It's just... You know, you listen to them in staff meetings and they go on and on and on or... During the staff meeting, after 60 minutes, an alarm goes off on their phone and they get up and walk out because that's all they have to attend. They know their, their rules. One there. hour meeting once a week. There's my hour and I'm out of here. <coughs> yeah. so, um, but if there's, if there's a, you know, a concern, don't automatically put your back up and, and say that you know, you're whinging for, for no reason at all because and we should be grateful. Have a listen to what they've got to say. Are you trying to say we're all in this together? Are you, Bear? Are you? Oh, is that I what wish you... I'd say that. It should be on a t-shirt. 
Now, I want to touch on something else too because I'm, at the moment, here on the Sunshine Coast, there's a lot of schools that are losing numbers. Now, the Sunshine Coast is a really high-growth area. Families are coming from everywhere. Everyone yeah, wants yeah. to live on the Sunshine especially Coast. After, especially They're coming from COVID. down south. Yeah. Yeah. And they're heading up to Queensland. And if you want to come to Queensland, you want to come to the Sunshine Coast because it's central to Brisbane. It's beautiful beaches, the whole thing. But there are houses going up around here like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. It's, well, you saw what it was like. Yeah. There's whole new estates. And they're talking about you know 50,000 population going into this new area and another 30,000 going into this new area. Yeah, it's insane. And there's houses going up everywhere. Now, when they do these new estates, they stick a big school in there. Yeah. Now, not every person that arrives in Queensland has got kids. Not every person that arrives in Queensland has got school-age kids. Yeah. So, consequently, what a lot of the schools around here are finding is that their numbers are dropping down. And that causes a problem in itself. Yeah. Because if you've got a school with a 1,000 kids and all of a sudden there's a new estate goes up somewhere and the families who have been renting near your school decide to buy move out of that area and buy the home in the new estate, you're losing those kids. doesn't matter because there's a brand new school being built in this new estate. But it doesn't help the schools that are left behind. And you see it a lot here on the Sunshine Coast where schools with, you know, way over a 1,000 kids are suddenly down to 800, 700, 600 yeah, right. kids. So the, so the and, schools that are dwindling, right? so the schools that are losing numbers, are they, are they losing teachers as well? Is it smaller class sizes or is it, or is it still yeah, well, Yeah, well, it class? has to be because a school is only entitled to the number of teachers dependent on the number of students they have. So if you've got 1,000 kids, you're entitled to X many teachers yeah, okay. and X many deputy principals. But if that number drops, you're no longer entitled to that many teachers. Yeah, okay. And so those teachers have got to go somewhere else, and invariably they'll go to the new school. So there's, there's the, not so much the problem with finding um, a place for the teachers because there's new schools going up all the time, but the problem is with the old schools that have been built to take 1,000 1,200, 1,500 kids uh. and have that many classrooms now have half that many kids and have still got all those classrooms. So there's all these assets that are being wasted. Now, the issue there is for the principal. What are they doing with, the old, what are they doing with all the old classrooms? Just oh, leaving them there? I don't know. Turn them into saunas and growing vegetables in them. Chess know. club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but the, the problem there gets thrown back onto the principal because the principal's job, well, a big part of the principal's job, is to put bums on seats. So they've got to try and get students to come to this school. The, the government created its own problem a while ago when they set up all these zones where you can't get into a school unless you're living in the zone. Yeah, that's a, that's a whole thing in itself, isn't it? It is, yeah. How do, how do schools do that, though? How do schools get kids in? Like, do they... Fl- like, honestly, like that's, that's such a... See, that's the problem I think the principal have now is how do I get the numbers that are going to make this, um, you know, this school sustainable? Because otherwise we're going to be losing teachers. Otherwise we're going to be, uh, they're going to be taking demountable classrooms off us. They're going yeah. to be doing all these sorts of things. So a lot of the, the, the angst falls back on the principal to, to fill those numbers again. Look, I don't know what the answer is because with growth, you've got to have schools. If they didn't provide these new schools the public would be up in arms. But at the moment, we've got schools coming out of our ears. 
in, in the last, probably the last five years, we have four new schools here. I wonder if that is exclusively a Sunshine Coast problem or whether... Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Or whether that's all, all over because I, I know there's lots of places that are like growing exponentially, but it sounds yeah. like Sunshine Coast really got hit hard with COVID in the sense of everyone flocked up there. Like there was yeah. people buying houses like site, like unseen, right? Yeah. Like just well, well, that's right. Well, you've seen what's like up around there, up near the hospital. There's units going up everywhere. There's all these new estates going up everywhere. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, it, and, it is. You're... And I think I saw three black people all up the whole time I was there. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh, you're giving my editing job, my editing bloody. Noosa, Noosa is the Noosa is the whitest place I've ever seen yeah. in my life. It is insane. It's all like the Sunshine Coast is. Yeah. Yeah, but Noosa, Noosa in particular, oh, no. not that you guys live in Noosa, but it's all linen yeah. and fucking Birkenstocks. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> and those cool, cool cabanas. Yeah. You know those things? I think, yeah. I think Sam's got one. Those yeah. cool, cool cabana things, they've just popped up. I oh, know. They have. Anyway. So getting back to those numbers. So in Queensland a while ago, they introduced this system called independent public schools, which meant that, well, prior to that, the department would staff schools. They'd say, right, teacher go, A goes here, teacher B goes here, teacher C goes here. And yeah. they controlled where the teachers went. And they also controlled most of the school's budget. Then they introduced this system called independent public schools, mm. IPSs. And with that, they gave the school more independence. Okay. So the, princi the principal can now hire and fire. Yeah. And the principal is, is responsible for you know, most of the budget. Now, okay. that's all very well and good when, you know, when, when the principal's hiring and firing and there's lots of jobs around, and there's lots of kids to put into classrooms. Yeah. But when, they are, when they, that doesn't happen, thrown this angst back onto the principals and now they've got to try and come up with a way. They've got to sell the school. Yeah. And so like they've, got to get pe they've got to get people to come into the school. And the, one of the big ways to get people into the school is for, is for parents to see how big it is. And how yeah. many kids are going to it? Yeah. If you look at the school and, you know, it's it's capable of taking 1,200 kids and it's only got 800 kids, you're going, well, geez, wonder why. Yeah, that's interesting. Because they've got all these good ideas with the independent public schools. It was kind of like they said, who wants to be an independent public school? Well, what does that mean? It means you can do the hiring, firing, and you can, you can have so much more control over your own school. Well, what principal doesn't want to do that? So they all put their hands up. Yeah. And with that came, I believe, came a little carrot, some money as well. Okay. But then, when it's all over, when something goes wrong, they say, "Ah, oh, no, no, you're not our department anymore." Yeah, so we, we handed that hand, over to you. Okay. Well, so I mean, I think is that is that fair though? Is that is that fair? You can't just you can't just have all the good. No, but what I'm saying is, I think that puts a lot more stress on on um, administration staff in schools. It definitely it, it definitely forces them to wear another hat. Like right now, they almost yeah, got to be salesmen for like for like their school. Are, yeah, are schools right. doing any advertising or anything like that? I, I I remember seeing a lot of public, like a lot of private schools do. Yeah, advertising. Private schools do. I've yet to see, you know, hardly any. I'm, I don't know. They might do letterbox drops or something, but I haven't seen any on TV any um, advertising for public schools. Might be like dentists. You can't advertise. I don't know. What? I said it might be like dentists where you can't advertise. What are you talking about? It, dentists can advertise. Dentists can't advertise on TV. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, they can now. That's right. They never used to be able to. 
Really? Why, yeah, yeah. They were Is never that allowed fleet? to. That's why you'd see the ads with the dentist with his back to the camera. <laughs> Is that for real? Yeah, they were there. They doctors and dentists were never allowed to advertise. Yeah. Holy shit. I didn't know that. On TV, yeah. Is that why that Oral B dude used to be like, oh, this guy's a dentist. We can't yeah, show you right. his face. Fuck and off. They'd say hello to him and he'd just wave. Yeah, they weren't allowed to. I never knew that. There, there you go. Get when out did of that house become more. a rule? I don't know. But I think you can now because we've, we've got Dr. Wei Shing up here. Who's, oh, who's yeah, ad- she's the best. Who's advertising the shit out of the dentistry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love her. Yeah, she yeah. rules. Yeah. yeah. So we might get some sponsorship of Dr. Wei Shing. Dr. Wei, shout out to Dr. Wei Shing. No, she is so cool. Yeah, I, I like her. She's got yeah, a... Her, ad, her ads are the best. She's like the, yeah. the, the best smile yeah. and she's super cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, something that I read in the paper very recently. It was only yep. came up yesterday, in yesterday's paper. Gee, sounds like you've been stewing on a few, a, a few issues. Mate, it's been, it's the... been six weeks. Oh, I'm, no. you, 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 <laughs> I'm getting toey. You're actually holding your arms behind the chair. It's like, and you then... hold me back. Hold me back. <laughs> Let me out of... And I this thought, kind of reminded this... me of... Do you remember when you were down in... Mel- oh, you will do this because you're a bloody... You remember everything about you. When you used to do those <laughs> Fuck it, right. monthly wrap-ups on Nova, on, yeah. on the radio in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, oh, God, that wasn't very <laughs> very enthusiastic. Yeah, no. So really what, what Ben used to do was on the radio, Nova FM, down in Melbourne with um, Chrissy, Swan, Brownie, John Brown. Chrissy, Jonathan Sam and Brown. Brown. Do you mind if I explain uh, it, Barry? Because you've been yeah, talking on, the ahead. whole fucking time, mate. <laughs> It's <laughs> once on. a month I'd write a rap I'd, I'd, and it was called the monthly wrap up and I'd just rap about what happened in the world basically for that month but mm. I'd put it in a rap and it was kind of it was it was fine <laughs> the, yeah. the raps weren't that great but everyone's white so they were like oh my god that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> but it was good because the, the, it was it wasn't just some hick radio station either there was Sam Pang, Chrissy Swan and Jonathan Brown so that's awesome that, oh it was oh, huge it was the best and that yeah. I anyway, mean, I don't mean them white. I mean like <laughs> listeners in Australia. And you won't admit this, but they loved it. They would. They really loved it. Oh so, no, they went really good. I used to yeah. get really good feedback from it. Anyway, yeah. on one of these rap, and it was all about um, Indigenous Australians. In the rap, you said something along the lines of, "I'm not an authority on this. I don't feel qualified to talk on this. So yeah. I'm going to ask my friend Tony Briggs. Yes, the who king. is um, an Indigenous director." Um, actor yep. and writer. He wrote The Sapphires and The Warriors. He's the king. He's amazing. Yeah. So anyway, this got me thinking because on one of the lines in that you said you want to see more pride in the Indigenous culture in Australia and things yeah. and do things like when the Maoris do their haka, we do a shake a leg back at them. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that yeah. We, we build a, a national culture. The other part that you said was, I don't want to learn Chinese and Italian and Japanese. Why aren't we teaching Indigenous languages in schools? Yeah. I think I've said that a few times on yeah. this, this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, in this news article in the Korean yeah. Mail, it said that Queensland schools are going to introduce Indigenous languages into Queensland schools. What? And it said that there were 200 schools ready to go. Bullshit. Now, it sounds to me like it's going to be get on board if you like. Ah, um, Okay. And I kind of get that because it's going to be a suck it and see thing. Because number one, you've got to have the Indigenous people who are able and willing to teach it. Yeah. yeah. We've got to, and unfortunately, the Indigenous languages have been, you know, 
put in the too hard basket for so long that the number of people that can speak it um, is is getting less and less. Well, I mean, it's not the too hard basket. It's the yeah, yeah. It, it, it was just decimated most of them. Um, and I thought, well, that's a good start. Yeah, I'm not sure, and I'd be interested to hear from teachers in other states if there are schools that are actually teaching Indigenous languages in the schools. I mean, you look at like I've heard of in a New few Zealand. Doing it. Hey? I've heard a few. I've heard of a few doing it. Yeah. Okay. Look at New Zealand in um, New Zealand again, and I hate pumping the Kiwis' tyres up, but they do it well. Yeah, but you it's know, a, they a teach completely the different language in. Um, yeah, schools. it's a completely different thing over there, and it's 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 easier in the sense of it's one language, it's Maori, it, yeah, and it's it's one language, and it's so much easier to write a curriculum for one language for the whole nation. Whereas, like Australia had between three hundred to six hundred different languages. Ah, oh, okay. So, I wasn't aware of that. So, so, yeah. so we so we don't. Of course, did you know that? No. That we had that yeah, there's like like six hundred different little um, nations. There, there's so the, if somebody, so if if, if uh, an Aboriginal from Northern Territory came down to Queensland for a holiday, they wouldn't be able to talk to them. Is that right? See, in up up where I was, there was uh, there was five language. There's five language groups. There's like, um, and they all got put together in Lockhart River. So it okay. was it was like Wutati, Umpala, Kukuyao, um, Kanju. There was like um, all these groups put together in one yeah. area and they said you can't speak your language anymore English and um, luckily a few of the old girls kept kept talking it and mm. a, f- a few of them one of my old students um, Simon Butcher who's a incredible young kid he um, he's trying to get it going again oh is he okay yeah and there's a whole heap there's a whole heap of um, people that are doing it like down in Tasmania one of the boys that I worked with on um, Bay of Fires, this show that's coming out, mm. him and his dad are really pushing for this, um, the rich Tasmanian heritage, like indigenous okay. um, language and, and, and hunting and, and pride and everything. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's probably, that's going to be a way forward. Um, I remember at the end of that rap, Tony said, because they're talking about getting rid of the Captain Cook statue, he said something along the lines, I'd rather see my culture put on a pedestal. Yeah. And I thought, geez, that's powerful. That that really yeah. is. So if we can... Do you know what? I watched um, the cricket, the pink test. Yeah. You know my favourite part was? What? The Indigenous elder at the beginning giving the welcome to country. Yeah. I love that man. Fair dinkum. He comes up to the microphone and he says, for my first number... <laughs> Yeah, great. That one there always leaves me tingling. Yeah, There's a man it's... with a lot of pride that um, he could be driving something like this. Yeah, but there are. There's so many. In, oh and hell like, yeah! As, like like Tony said, get, put us put them up on a pedestal. And like the welcome to country yeah. is one of the most beautiful things ever when it's done properly. But like yeah. Australia uses it as a hey, ticked that box. Yeah, look how it's, good it's, we are. It, look what we did. Yeah. It's totally. got nothing to do with like what the the meaning is behind it or anything like that. It, it's just like, oh, this is a word. I, these are the words that I say in order so everyone knows I'm a good person. It's yeah. like, and 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 that's also not their fault. I think it's because we don't have a rich history ingrained in our in our country yeah. of, of that, and we're not taught we're not taught it in schools mm. at yeah. all. We're not, which is what hopefully this happens. This yeah. this does. 
what's kind of got me thinking because if it's hard to find indigenous people to teach that indigenous language in a particular area then i mean look at the sunshine case the sunshine case has got i don't know 50 schools yeah. you're pretty much going to need 50 indigenous people to teach that to teach that language and you know is that viable so i started to think about is it logistically is it doable and the other thing the other side to that is you can't have me teaching an indigenous language for example because yeah. I know that the Indigenous people are, you know, are extremely proud and extremely um, sensitive to those types of things, and I don't, I, I wouldn't feel right doing it, and I don't think I would do it justice, and I don't feel I have the right, I've earned the right to do that. Oh, totally. So it got me thinking about what can we teach in schools? What language? Because all the experts say, and the experts say that in order for students to develop properly enhance their development, enhance their learning, they need to learn a second language. Which to me, you know, I don't know, smarter people than me have come up with that data. But teaching them Japanese, Russian, Chinese, Indonesian, Italian, all of those things to me are for the sake of filling in time. Yeah. I've never come across a student, I've been teaching a long time, and I've never had a student that's come to me and said, geez, I've got a lot out of that Italian or geez, I've got a lot out of that Indonesian lesson. What we need is a language that we, everybody can use that is useful. And I started thinking about Auslan. Oh, yeah, sign language. That's a skill that everybody can learn. It's yeah. a skill that is used throughout the, the entire country. And it's a skill that, pe- that kids would actually be able to use at a later stage. Unless you, I learned French at high school. Yeah, French for God's sake. Yeah, I learned and French at high school as well. Not only did I find it uninteresting, I found it agonising. It was the one subject that I cringed at when I knew it was coming up. Yeah, it's because it's not taught. It's not taught well in Australian schools. Like if you go to, if you go to places like like in Scandinavia, like every every person I met that um, was from like a, a non English speaking country from like scandinavia whether it's like finland or uh, norway or sweden mm. or w- whatever they all speak perfect english because it's it's taught in schools from the start and it's not taught like hey here's one to ten and yeah here's your colors it's yeah it's like ingrained and they they i think even their tvs they put they put shows in english and things oh, like okay. that so it's so and i know some classes do that i actually taught it for a, for one year I learned, sign language. How to learn how to do sign language, and we actually did that in the class. Yeah, sign language it's, is awesome. Also, why is that not universal? Like, why is that not uh, a, a world thing? Why haven't we made sign language? It's the one language that if they just made it all the same. Cause like, yeah, but you're not going to get a consensus on that, are you? <laughs> Throughout the world. Because yeah. America's going to say theirs is the best, and Russia's going to say theirs is the best, and China's going to say <sighs> theirs is the best. So. Yeah, fair enough. So, Auslan's not going to get a look in. So, I just thought... I thought you were yeah, glass I, half full. Speaking so, of glass half full, I thought you started this podcast by saying glass half full, and you've got you, <laughs> then you've te- <laughs> just gone on another beer I rant. Oh, right, we're gonna. I, I, I get no, tired doing, of I get tired be- of every year when the powers that be say, "Oh no, last year wasn't so good, so we changed everything around, and this year this is what we've come up with." Yeah. I mean, you can put icing on a turd, but it's never going to taste like a cupcake, is it? 
They just keep moving the chairs on the Titanic. We're losing direction, and it frustrates the hell out of me. And I know it shouldn't because I'm retired, but I still care enough about the teaching profession that it it irks me. irks me to buggery, yeah. I think we need to make an effort this year because we were going to make an effort to do positive things as well. Mm -hmm. But we we need to make an effort this year. Also, for our listeners, we've tried getting on certain people um, on the podcast and some of them are very gun shy and don't want to lose their jobs, which is insane. <laughs> Cause like we're just having chats about teaching. We're not, we're not like you, if you want to come on, you don't have to throw education under the bus. No. At all. I, I want to hear about the awesome things that are happening. I want I mainly this, this podcast started by me just wanting to hear crazy, dumb teacher yeah. stories, like like funny teacher stories. And then B-Rice started going on rant. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me explain how this works out. So when we get a guest and I'll say, look, would you like to come on here? And they go, oh, I don't know. The way that it works is I will send out a format of what, you know, what the, the, the podcast is going to be like and a whole list of questions. Yeah. And the questions aren't there for you to pick from. It's like, oh, this might prompt a memory, or this might prompt a memory, or this might prompt a memory. Yeah. You get to choose the questions that we ask. Yes. So if you don't want us to ask something, if you don't want us to ask what, we, what you think in that plan, we won't ask it. If you don't want me to ask yeah. you what you think of the discipline system, then we won't ask it. So you get to pick the format. If you're clear with everything, if you're okay and you don't cross anything out, then the option is there to add your own stuff. Look, ask me about this. Ask me about that. Yeah. But generally speaking, with most of them, nobody even brings a list back in. We just start talking and they come up with stuff that they've encountered during their teaching career. And it just seems to flow. If things start to slow down a bit, then I will ask a question like, you know, what do you think of that plan? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think of sex education in schools? What do you, um, what do you think of discipline in schools? And it's quite okay for you to say, look, I'd rather not talk about that. In which case, we'd probably just edit it out and leave it. Yeah. What happens then is I edit it, and I edit out all Ben's swear words, and anything that we think is not appropriate. Um, so we think anything you think. Well, anything cut, I think is not appropriate. Yeah, you've you've um, cut out some of my best jokes, sorry. Yeah, I know because they're not appropriate. That's why. <laughs> you can't. Why are you? Why are you the gatekeeper? This was my podcast at the start. Now you're yeah, telling me. No, no. Anyway, so what happens then is I will send once I've edited it, and it usually just edited to make it flow better. Yeah. So and then you send it off to them. Then I send you the copy of it, the finished copy. Yeah. And you have it for about a week or so. You then listen to it and said, look, I'm not happy with what I said here. And, and we've had, I've had this um, happen recently with one of them. <laughs> I sent the podcast away and, she said, and the lady said, oh, I wish I really hadn't said that. I said, fine. Cut so I deleted yeah, yeah, that yeah. part out, yeah. sent, her, sent her back the new one. And it was only when she said, yep, I'm happy with it, that we actually put it out. Yeah. So you've got... Total, full and total control over the podcast. Yes. If you want, we can. If you want, you can change your name. Some people are um, a bit iffy about using their name, but yeah. I'm telling you now, everyone will know who you are. <laughs> if you are, or all your friends will know who you are. 
But even if you're worried about that, we can even change your voice. So we can... We can give you one of those... Voices. But we don't want anybody feeling bad about it. I don't want it to be a Selwyn Cobbo thing where he... he did you see that in the paper? No, nah, that's one a of the very Broncos Queensland players, reference. Yeah. One of the Broncos players, Selwyn Cobbo, he did a podcast for a mate and the uh, podcaster said to him, so what do you think about Kevy Walters, the coach? Yeah. Is he a good coach? And then Selwyn Cobbo says, he's only brand new, only started last year. He said, ah... Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a nice bloke, but he's not a real good coach. <laughs> really? I said, I said, mate, you want to be wearing two pair of undies because you're going to spend a lot of time sitting on the bench. Jesus I hope, Christ. I hope it hasn't got splinters. So it's, it doesn't work out like that. You have full and total control over it. So if you think you might come, like to come on, um, tell some stories, that's what we want. We want it to be entertainment for you. We don't want it necessarily to be a bitch session. I just get on there and bitch when, there's, when we can't get people to come on. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's not, and it's not always. Even when people are on there, you start bitching as well. Let's be honest. Be right. You, you you go off. I think it. I think it comes with age. The older I get, I'm even getting oh, ready yeah. to chew Harry's Prince Harry's bloody fingers now. Oh, he's you are. To, he's starting to. Pit. I'm thinking you whinging little shit. Yeah, yeah, he's a whinging little shit. It's yeah, like shut it? up. Yeah. Both of them can shut the fuck up. They they're carrying oh. on like oh no. We don't have any privacy. Here's a Netflix special. <laughs> Tell Fuck you what, you'll have, even, you'll have even less after this. Yeah. yeah. You're fair anyway, game now. My, yeah. What I was going to say about the um, uh, the people coming on before yeah. I was so rudely un- interrupted, b is the other thing that's really tricky is recording it when they're live with either myself or you because we do mm-hmm. this over, over Zoom or FaceTime. But mm-hmm. what we're going to try and do this year is uh, Zoom call a few people because we know of uh, certain teachers and principals and and, and higher up people in the education department that want to have a chat, but it's very hard for them to either physically come to BRI or physically come to me. So it's a lot easier over Zoom. Mm. So the audio quality from their calls might not be as perfect as our microphones, but I think the conversations balance that out. Yeah. Oh, well, we can suck it and see. We'll see how we go. See and how then, it goes. And then we can put out a survey and collect some data <laughs> on how the listeners... Gorgie, <laughs> carry on. Yeah. Anyway, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to uh, kicking off the podcast again and going th- through the year again. Yeah. 2023. Mm. It's, it's going to be yeah. our year. Yeah. So how are we going for time? <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I got nothing else. That's oh, great. We got, we got, we got long, we got long enough. You don't, you no. don't have to worry about the time, be right. Okay. It's like, it's like your favourite Joe Rogan. He just goes, he just pulls. <laughs> All right, okay. pulls out when he feels like it. <laughs> Leave that alone. I'm not touching that. Yeah. Um, but right. no, thank you to everyone that's been listening. Yeah. Um, yeah. 2023, and and make sure you message us or write us. Uh, let us know what you want to hear. Yeah, what we should change. Should whether I should mute B Rise microphone. Oh, shut up. A bit more. Hey, listen. I had another idea. Somebody suggested this to me. Was at a birthday party recently. Fiftieth birthday party. Hold on. And you just said I had an idea. Someone suggested this to me. Which one is it? I was going was to take the credit. Was I was going to take the credit for it, but <laughs> again, then I then I got the guilt, and I thought, <laughs> some, where have I heard this before? Oh uh, no, because I thought this is a great idea. Anyway, what he suggested because he's married to a teacher, yeah, and they listen to the teacher yarns all the time. And he said, yeah. you know, when they're driving to work or whatever, and he yeah. said, he said to me, 
I love listening to it because he said, I know nothing about teaching. Yeah. But he said, I love watching my wife arcing up or laughing or whatever about it. And he yeah. said, have you ever thought about doing or interviewing somebody, a family of a teacher? Like husbands, oh, yeah. wives, kids. What's what's it like living with the... Yeah, yeah, what's it like living with a teacher? And I thought, that's probably a good idea. So, Especially, if, especially during report time. Yeah. So if you are interested in coming on and you're not necessarily a teacher, but you live in the same household as a teacher, then, yeah. It doesn't even it's, have to be teached. Everyone's been to school. That's the beauty of this podcast. Like the yeah. people that we've had on, like the, the comedians that we've had on, like Kappa went to yeah. an agricultural school. My yeah, other mate, true. my other mate, Aiden Jones, who um, he, the Nature vs. Nurture one, that was awesome from last yeah, year. Yeah, that was the, good, the, yeah. Um, with his, meeting his Colombian dad and... yeah. Yeah, right. so you don't you don't even have to be teacher. Everyone everyone went to school. Yeah, we just want to hear school stories. So yeah, so yeah. if you had you had something that uh, happened at school, let us know. All right, so All right. you can catch us on teacheryarns at gmail You can email us there. You can see us on teacheryarns on Instagram and teacheryarns on Facebook. Pay right. I didn't Still forget remember. I, I saw. I saw you close your eyes to try and remember all that. That, that was. <laughs> I see you going through the rolodex. Oh, I did too. Yeah. And you, you got anyway. the Redcliffe Dolphins jersey on as well. That's good. I have. Go, go, go Dolphins. Dolphins. This year, I let I let teams. I'm off like a rat up a rafter. Yep. Well, you always Dolphins, but they just went oh, no. in the NRL. Wayne Bennett, me and Wayne, Uncle Wayne. Yes. All right. All right. So we'll um, catch you on the next one and. Thanks for listening. Good sign off, Vera. <laughs> you were going to come up with a sign off. No, that's good. I reckon that's good. <laughs> I kiss my ass. Bye. See ya. Love you, mate. All right. <laughs>